0: When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't wanna know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just
1: keep swimming,
0: just
2: keep swimming, swimming, swimming. I'm a swim in the light. This is the Swim in the Light Podcast.
3: What the fuck is going on, guys? Happy Monday, or whenever you listen to it, to be honest. Welcome back to the Swim in the Light Podcast. I am your host, Leo Soares, and today, I have a special episode in mind. If you may not know, my journey in this podcast game has just reached its one-year milestone. Yay! <laughs> 225, I started recording for the first time ever in 2020, and 226, I released my very first episode. Now, back then, I was such an amateur, but what always stayed in my mind was, I want to help. I want to take this idea that unconventional misfits with fucked up mentalities can have a voice, can have a platform, can vent and air out their grievances, and in turn, can have therapy and ultimately heal. At first, I had no structure whatsoever. If you hear my first episode, you can be quick to say, this makes no sense. This man is just talking out of his ass. What the fuck is he saying? Luckily, that's changed drastically in the following episodes. I still sounded like a rookie, but all of a sudden, there was substance. The things and topics I would talk about would start to, you know, hold throughout the duration. The episode started becoming shorter, but would be a lot more impactful. My goal was always to make the listener come out of his with a clearer mindset, capable of doing anything they want and to make them think how to become a better person, how to be vulnerable. And fucking own up to that shit. Vulnerability in itself is a strength. I would give tips to overcome your mind. Breathing exercises. My podcast started, I believe, in the most perfect time, I guess. During a fucking pandemic. I felt like people needed this. I needed this. And in time, I will start branching out and do more creative things, such as add poetry. I give a huge, huge thanks to my homegirl Letty from the Letty Set Go podcast. She may not know who I am, but we've interacted on a few occasions on social media and whatnot. And to this day, I give her full 100% credit for inspiring me to start this podcast in the first place. Now, Letty, the last two years, before I even started this shit, I was met with a lot of hurdles, both in equipment and in content. It was overwhelming because I would look towards the Joe Budden podcast and I would say, yeah, I'd love to do this. Why not? But holy shit, the production was too fucking much. I don't know how we will be able to do this, but then hearing your content, and yes, I am being personal with you, I would think two things. Holy shit, this is possible. I can do this without any previous high-budget marketing or whatnot. I can do this. And two, I realized at that point that there are podcasts for literally anything Legit, I can look up whatever the fuck I'm into, whatever I'm interested in, and there's a podcast for that. I can have an entire podcast dedicated to spiritualness, self-help, healing, growth, my way for you. And I also want to credit her for giving me the strength to realize that healing is is possible in my unhappy holidays episode i directly quoted her saying you are not incapable of being redeemed and to this day i stand by this in many ways this has saved me when i think all has gone wrong in my life and my past traumas like to creep up on me i just think to her and this quote And I'm instantly in a better mood. And I love her for that, genuinely. And I hope that resonated with some of you in some way, the same way that it has with me. Sometimes life isn't fair and that's understandable. It's about what we take from it rather than the situation itself. The situation means shit if we don't grow or at least learn something from it. And in turn, the situation will keep arising if we don't learn from it. Everything happens for a reason, my fellow spirit animals. That's my shit now. Stay safe, give love. Also, Letty has made me realize how easy it is to really change for the better. Sometimes in the process of change, we look at change in a very broad manner. Well, at least I did at first. And it can be very overwhelming again to, you know, want to improve if you look at the bigger picture. And so what has helped me is that I've learned To take it day by day. It's not a race, it's a marathon. And the marathon will continue. Baby steps are the key to evoke change. If you want to skip any steps, eventually you will stumble and you will go right back in last place. Speaking from personal experience. And I know it's easier said than done, but what has really helped me were the different little tips and tricks that Letty and many other sources have really helped me with during this process, such as breathing exercises, meditating, and gamma breathing, where you inhale through your nose for five seconds, exhale through your mouth for five seconds. Inhale, nose, five seconds. Exhale, nose, five seconds. Inhale, mouth, five seconds. Exhale, mouth, five seconds. Inhale, mouth, five seconds. Exhale, nose, five seconds. Repeat that for about a minute or so, or until you feel calm. And I'm going to do a quick little example just to reiterate you know Gamma breathing. Another thing that I like to do is make a list, not an extensive list, but can be a little list of positive qualities about you when you're feeling down. And I'll give you a a thorough example. There's 56 little lists of different things that I've made and take that from what you will use that in your daily life however you prefer but this is what I wrote down the list to make you feel down write about you your favorite memories your best qualities the best days you've lived the compliments you've received what you like most about yourself your most precious possessions your bucket list of things to do Things that make you happy, positive adjectives to describe yourself, your values, of course, your favorite ways to relax and fun things to do at home. Then you can start talking about your people. First off, the people you love, the people loving you, how you met your favorite people. The people you would like to meet. What you like to do with your friends. What you like to do with your family. People you would like to reconnect with. Things you would like to do with your friends and your family. People who inspire you. Every friend you've ever made people who positively influenced you, gift ideas for your favorite people, everything you love about your partner, people you want to send a thank you note to, and date night ideas. Then you can go off with your accomplishments, things that you're grateful for, things that you're proud of, the scariest things you've done, dreams that became reality, your biggest accomplishments, ways to celebrate your wins and all the things you are good at. Then you can write down your favorite things, such as favorite songs, funniest jokes, favorite movies, favorite TV shows, favorite books, favorite places, Favorite books, favorite food, and favorite restaurants, favorite parks in town, favorite quotes, and favorite podcasts. I realize i said books twice, so disregard that one time. <laughs> and then your dreams, your life goals, the countries you would like to visit, The things you would like to do. The stories you would like to write about. The adventures you would like to live. Your dreams for the future. Where you would like to live. What you will be doing in the next few years. Things you would like to get in general. Skills you would like to learn. And last but not least, your wish list. That, my fellow spirit animals, is called cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. And that would help me a lot from this spiritual self-improving journey. And I hope you took something from that. Main thing I want to take, I want you to take from this self-improvement journey is to take it very slowly. I cannot, cannot emphasize this enough. Take all the baby steps you need. Do not feel discouraged about others. Either doubting you or seeing their progress as an impossibly large feat that you cannot overcome. Because Once you think this, it will come true. Trust me, from many trial and errors, I made sure to block all this out. And I made sure to improve for me. Do it for you because you love yourself. I know you do. You ain't fooling me. And remain patient, stay consistent you'll thank yourself so much if you don't quit little progress is better than no progress at all and soon you won't notice how much of a huge difference you're making until you're there at that point thank yourself remember it's a marathon not a race i've used this for my weight loss journey but you can apply this towards any aspect of your life. Philosophy, guys. Um, I also wanted to credit Letty for continuing to be such a huge guiding light throughout with my spiritual journey throughout the year 2020. I said I was going to remain cordial, but fuck it. It's my podcast. Vulnerability is power. For those of you who don't know, I created this podcast as an indirect response to my traumas with my mom passing, my previous history with an arrest, being homeless, and also my ex. This podcast has really helped me a lot with healing me as well as kind of humbling me in the process of finding genuine happiness. I've inadvertently suppressed my emotions through all that. Granted, it was in the healthiest way possible, but eventually I had to face my fears. And for some reason, my biggest fear was to see that she found love elsewhere. And eventually that day came. And while I did feel down, I would say the main reason for this was that this happened in the midst of my seasonal depression. I just came off of my dad passing away and emotions were already tough and intense already. Especially with Christmas coming up, I would say that seeing her with someone else was a bit of a salt in the wound, but it didn't really break me. If anything, I was happy. For one thing, I was happy that she is now happy. It was long overdue. And practice what you preach, guys. She is capable of finding happiness. Just like I said in the unhappy holidays episode. I was also happy because it didn't destroy me. I actually took it surprisingly rather well. A lot better than I thought I would. This could also stem from me embracing my vulnerability rather than suppressing it. I faced my fear and I came out alive. So keep this in mind when you're grieving something. You're not bigger than your suppression, but you are bigger than your fears and you will overcome it. Also, if it helps, listen to Above and Beyond and Daft Punk special shout out to the robots for changing my life for the better they've been my favorite artists of all time, shameless plug but I don't give a fuck um, they've transcended music they've bended genres in ways I didn't think were even possible I'm really sad they ended a near three decade career but I'm glad they ended it in the right way And I'll always love you guys. And I'll always love Above and Beyond for making me feel less alone through such a difficult time. Now, a lot of people have been asking me throughout this journey. And it's been enough time. And I think it's time to address the elephant in the room and perhaps give the main reason why I made this episode in the first place, my journey to independence. Took me long enough to get to the point. <laughs> now, if you don't know, in the midst of my ascension with Swim and the Light this past year, I chose to accept working on a shared podcast with my fellow colleagues and friends Now, we call this podcast Sorry for My Friends, a comedy slash talking shit podcast about, you know, current events, music, guy talk, and so much more. Still going strong, by the way. You should definitely check them out. Not even joking, for real. Turns out, due to my somewhat oblivious mindset, I chose to sacrifice a bit of my independence to create a merge and with that merge it definitely created a working relationship and it was good for me because it helped me relieve the burden and pressure of releasing on my own which to this day I'll forever be grateful for them for plus the production wise they're so good at that to be honest Plus, I was able to share that success with my closest friends. And I was really happy for this. It was great for all of us. Now, somewhere along the line, the joy of having a podcast with them kind of, sort of became redundant. For a specific point, it felt like I was... On a bit of autopilot I didn't like it initially because we had huge success culminating in a thousand total plays not that I didn't like it I'm sorry guys I didn't it didn't feel like it it didn't feel like I was on autopilot but this feat I will never ever take away from them I was so happy I still am happy for their success for them individually and collectively, they deserve this success and they deserve so much more success in the near and distant future. But in time, I became dependent on this shared success that I started to lose sight a bit of swimming the light, only dropping on extreme cases. One thing I'm always grateful for is that the name Swim in the Light stayed a project of mine. They never took credit for it. This is the most mature way to go about. And to be honest, they're some of the most mature people I know. Anyways, I became dependent on this shared success that I started to lose sight of my independence come winter holiday season seasonal depression kicked in hard and I mean hard I wasn't feeling well I was alone depressed anxious I was a wreck man and I was putting these feelings to the side in order to meet the standard of dropping and dropping in time and yeah we did take a few breaks due to to, like, each of our co-hosts' personal lives, which, honestly, I happily abided by. I figured it was the best way to go about with rejuvenating ourselves to fit our best versions for the pod. Because I felt overwhelmed with my seasonal depression, I chose to take a quick break from recording with them to, you know, really vent air out my grievances, my depression, and get this huge weight off my chest, and ultimately to be really happy again. They were cool with it, but eventually they decided to record without me. And my selfish, immature ass didn't sit this well, and I do admit I handled it poorly because I expected the same way for me that I was acting towards them. Now, I know assumptions are the worst thing you can do from a professional and a personal standpoint. You know the saying, assume makes an ass out of you and me, whatever the fuck that is. This was a full mistake that I take full responsibility for. And ultimately, if any of you are hearing this, then... Truly, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize sincerely and genuinely. I do apologize for that. It was completely wrong of me for this. And I apologize wholeheartedly for handling it in a pseudo unprofessional way. I really am sorry. (sighs) Basically, the, the air was cleared. I want to heal from this and I healed. What I deemed unnecessary was that I thought this was it, but apparently there were unspoken words that criticized me of not fitting their wavelengths, their type, their style. In other words, I was weird, which, yeah, I agree. I don't want to be conventional. I want to be free, mindset-wise. Yes, I am very different from them. I take pride in this. They didn't see this as a good thing. So I ended up being kicked out unceremoniously. And not only this, but my past memories were brought to light. I fully admit I used to be a compulsive liar. For those of you who do not know, I lied about everything, including my biggest regret in my life, which, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to say it. I lied about having cancer at one point. In late 2016, early 2017, I, Leo Soares, lied about having cancer, which was the biggest regret that I've had to this day. And I'll never let that go. And I still get sad talking about it because honestly, it was the ultimate catalyst in my mom dying. And I blame myself every single day. And people may not know this because I tend to be positive, but I suffer from this every single day. And I grieve every single day. And I'm trying my best. I really am. I'm trying my best to heal from this every day. And for the most part I have, that's literally why I'm so positive most of the time because I know and I've seen how it is to really be at nothing to lose everything and I'm glad that I found my way back because it was just a hard journey it was not something that I want to revisit and it's not anything that I would ever wish upon anybody but this was a necessary lesson for me to grow But this was a very unnecessary thing to bring up. Especially since I have dealt with it already and I'm already at peace with it. To the point where I've even accepted my family again. Well, sorry about that. I was even accepted by my family again. I'm going rambling. Anyways, at that point, I knew that, that this ain't worth arguing so i dropped it it wasn't good for my mental health i just wanted to be happy and to this day i wish each of them well in every single one of their ventures individually and collectively i'm just glad that i've realized my sole purpose is to stay independent and wouldn't you know at the most perfect time that i was going through this Letty dropped the podcast and mentioned everything about, is it home or is it a stepping stone? And that resonated with me throughout this entire process all over again. So I'll never discredit Letty for continuing to be such a guiding light. But yeah, the goal is to stay independent. The more alone... I am with this the more I can accomplish and it might take longer to reach that goal but it'll be even sweeter when I get there earn it don't ever let it be given to you and luckily I've compiled a few tricks that we can all do to help preserve our independence As we age, there are many challenges to maintain the independence that we end up relinquishing it. Shout out VRI Cares. First step is by staying fit. Exercise alone can help improve our balance, keep our bones strong and prevent health conditions. From personal experience, of course. Stay balanced. Don't trip. Falling can be detrimental to confidence and in some cases to your own health. Build your balance. Apply boundaries. This applies literally and figuratively. Do not walk the line of dependency. At the same time, do not feel like you're too good for help. We all need some help every once in a while. As long as we remember who we are and our journey. Again, from personal experience. Be aware, but also be humble. Remove hazards. Don't be weighed down by something or someone holding you back. That my spirit animals is manipulation. Stay engaged. Being independent is more enjoyable when you engage with people, not only with who you care about, but with strangers. Be more open-minded to conversations about anything. Again, have an open mind. Any kind of interaction whatsoever, as small as it can be, is contributing towards bettering your life no matter how little it is be open to learn something new every single day so much more enjoyable than letting ego get in the way to quote ty dollar sign ego death is where you find happiness now none of us are perfect We're all here to learn. The more you embrace this, the more enriched you feel. Also, step out your comfort zone. I cannot express this enough, how if you feel comfortable, you're not progressing. And life is all about learning, right? Ask for help. Independence can and will change over time, and that's okay. It's better to ask for help, not only to help, but to compare other successes with your own. Build a support network. Let the support network keep you grounded with reminders of how to be grateful, but also to keep you in check. Not only does this apply towards you individually, but please remain independent even if you're hopping into a relationship. Respect the qualities you both like, but have your own interests. Maybe find your own hobby that you love, but you can do on your own. Don't give up on your own passions for the sake of a relationship. Make some you time. Alone and privacy is key to not make you tired or hate your partner. Absence always makes the heart grow fonder. Plus, you can give some room to spice things up, room to make your partner find out something new about you. And that in itself is a non-sexual turn on. And you won't feel redundant, comfortable, nor the need to be around them 24/7. And it can make your relationship better too. Stay true to yourself. It's easy to get sucked in and you start changing. I've been there. It's also the point where I step away and take time to reevaluate what I'm doing, who I'm becoming. Make sure you're still happy with who you are. Take solo trips. Don't wait up on anybody. You still want to recognize yourself with or without the relationship. Don't push your friends away. They are your moral compass, your support. They were here before your partner was. They love you unconditionally and want the best for you. And again, they'll keep you in check and remind you not to change. This goes back to the hobbies. Have a space that's all yours. If you're passionate to dance, like myself, don't force your partner to like it. Or vice versa. There's a reason why you're unique and why they like you. Make that you. A huge part of you. Don't force Anything, the more forced, the faker it gets. And we all want genuine thoughts and emotions, right? Don't live together until you master the art of privacy. Don't compromise what's most important to both of you. Your values, morals, goals, and loved ones make you you i know relationships require compromise but some things are non-negotiable don't ever compromise those values speak up when you're upset or pissed don't hold back this is not a one-sided relationship you're not here to put up with someone because you love them that again leads to manipulation and abuse there might be disagreements but at least you stood your ground you're a human too not a fucking toy believe in yourself even if they doubt you remember what I've always said do it for no one else do it for yourself because you love yourself and be open-minded and talk often. Sometimes, being independent, we're not used to including someone else invited into our lives and our souls. Whether you like it or not, they are an expansion of you and vice versa. If you don't communicate, they might feel left out. Main thing I want you to take from this is that I want you to love yourself just as much, if not more, than your partner. Show that you are strong and you can survive even if you are not with them. And that you've had goals and you've had your own life even when they weren't in it yet. By loving yourself You create respect, boundaries, understanding, communication, growth, attraction, and more than ever, love. And this is how you save yourself and your relationships. Stay sexy, my friends. And last thing I wanted to mention was a brief but meaningful conversation with a friend of mine who I've been trying to get on the pod since October. His name is Ozzy. And one day I'll have him on officially. I promise. But a few things that really resonated with me with my conversation with him is that the highlights of my life these past five years have been spent alone. There's power in this and it's contagious. This strength leads to self-actualization, which is the realization or fulfillment of one's talents and potential, especially considered as a drive or need present in everyone. In other words, be the reason someone believes in good people. In order for this to happen, we must first cross into the unknown. Have the biggest ego death you can imagine. You are not the main character in the story. Getting checked is always for your own benefit. Tough love is the hardest pill to swallow. Learn to think rational instead of your emotional brain. Sometimes a mental exercise for your rational brain is to be in a meditative state or in a tranced or relaxed state, such as hypnosis. That's why I always recommend to find your higher self. Do a couple of sessions of hypnotherapy. Read a book. One chapter a day is all you need. This can also help when you're alone, whereas the negativity would usually come back, you can instead take more control of the negative thoughts. Also find your confidence boost, show it off. Not to just show off, but because it's what makes you the happiest. No one can judge that happiness. Don't be concerned about any preconceived notions. They are not you. Only you know what it takes to make yourself fully and thoroughly happy. You've dealt with real life way too long. Why not live? Remember to always be grateful and selfless. Help others reach and achieve that goal too that will only enhance your success and your happiness. Plus, make others inspired by you. Leave a legacy of this. Things will never change unless you change yourself. If you want anything to happen, it will happen. This, my friends, is the power of independence. And that's about it. Oh, man, what a long journey, guys. First off, I want to give huge thanks for joining me along this one-year journey. It's been one year, but not the last year. You will definitely catch a lot more of Swimming the Light. I'm starting to venture out, and you've been seeing it briefly, with movies. I might start talking about music. Anything that interests me within the realm of swimming the Light. My biggest thing is self-help, of course, spirituality, self-improvement. But I want to start talking about other things that make me happy, that provide the escapism that I need for myself. But regardless, I've met some amazing people in the last year both in the podcast realm and in other realms of my life. I want to thank my friends that have been with me and supported me through day one. My family, my sisters, my niece, my three nephews, my mom and my dad who are currently in heaven looking down and proud of me for the work that I've done. I wanna thank my co-workers, my fans, my roommates, my dance fam, Linda specifically. I love you, Linda, thank you. I've also wanna thank the HGAP fam for letting me use their space to record throughout the year both in Swim in the Light and then sorry for my friends. I want to thank Franny. You are such a huge light. Franny, you have no idea. And keep on doing what you're doing, for real. Because that shit... That shit is nice. Check out Franny things, by the way. I'm pretty sure... There's going to be a lot more hurdles coming up. Because we're not perfect. We... I'm currently going through a situation... Where I'm battling my self-awareness and my subconscious. Currently in a war. So that's how you could tell that even as a speaker of this, I am not 100% healed. There are things going on in each and every one of us. We're only human after all. (laughs) Shout out Daft Punk. But I've also wanted to recommend WandaVision. Such a good ass show. And another thing that I wanted to mention was the meaning of Swimming the Light. Swimming the Light was a track by Kid Cudi that personally to me, I've listened to it in the process of my breakdown at my lowest point when I thought of committing suicide. I'm going to be honest. This was in the wee hours of five in the morning, whatever the fuck that is. I would put that on while the sunrise, showering. And honestly, that saved me. In more ways that one can ever imagine. And I want to thank God for taking me along this journey. For breaking me down and building me right back up. And I want to thank you, the listener. For joining me along this ride. With me, front seat. You have no idea how much your support. And your listenership means to me. And I love you. I truly fucking do. Stay beautiful, my spirit animals. Thank you for another year. Shit, I don't know when I'm going to be back. But I will be back. Love and light to you. Always.
2: Always. Yeah. But the answer is in clear view How'd you go to this again?
0: got a photograph of you kept in a box of memories and when i feel breakable i take it out and look into your eyes hoping you'll tell me what to do give me some guidance always unshakable your voice was strong and beautiful and wise Look at the cloudless day You captured me smiling A fantasy life, you say Is our silver lining
2: This is your life